You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Monday, September the 20th, 2021. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. Coronavirus. Another 6,456 cases were diagnosed yesterday out of nearly 127,000 tests for a positive test result rate of 5.17 percent. There are currently 714 people hospitalized in serious condition, 194 of them on ventilators. Since the start of the outbreak in Israel, 7,541 people have died of COVID-19-related causes. To date, nearly 3.85 million Israelis have received the third shot of the vaccine booster. Cabinet Minister Chili Trupper says that it is clear the booster shot saves lives, and he urged the public to get vaccinated. Regarding the burden on hospitals, Trupper told Khan Radio that the government is aware of the situation and approved an increase to the health budget. He said that the government has a responsibility to solve the issue, but it will take time. The director of the Asafa Rofesh Shamir Hospital, Dr. Osnatlev Tzion Korach, says that hospitals urgently need more staff. In the wake of yesterday's meeting between hospital directors and the director general of the health ministry, she said medical teams are committed to do all they can, but they've reached their limit because of the excessive burden. The chairman of the Israel Medical Association, Professor Tzion Chagai, says that cabinet ministers must be shocked by the difficult statements made by the hospital directors. He called for removing all obstacles to hire qualified staff and directing resources to the hospitals. According to health ministry data, some 40% of the new coronavirus cases from yesterday were in the Arab sector. 43% of the new cases are children under the age of 11, an age group that is not yet eligible for the vaccine. 70% of the seriously ill coronavirus patients are not vaccinated. Foreign Minister Yair Lapid announced today that he has spoken with his Swedish counterpart and Lindy, marking the first such call between the nation's top diplomats in seven years. This phone conversation, the first in seven years between the foreign ministers of our countries, symbolizes the relaunching of relations at this level, Lapid tweeted about the conversation he held with her last week. Sweden's recognition some seven years ago of a Palestinian state spurred a strain in ties between the countries. Israel at the time withdrew its ambassador for consultations in response. A statement issued by the Swedish foreign minister after the conversation described her talks with Lapid as very good, in which she stressed Stockholm's policy on advancing a diplomatic process based on the two-state solution. The diplomat said she condemned terror and expressed her country's commitment to Israel's security. Syria's defense minister has traveled to Jordan for the first time since the outbreak of his country's civil war a decade ago. A statement issued by the Jordanian military said that the army commander discussed with his guest from Syria stepping up coordination in the fight against terror and drug smuggling along the country's shared border. The Syrian army this month seized control over the city of Dara in its campaign against remaining enclaves of rebel forces in southern Syria. Western diplomats noted that Jordan and Israel are concerned by the expanding Iranian presence in Syria. 
Police Commissioner Kobe Shabtai and the commander of the Border Police, Amir Cohen, met yesterday with the members of the Police Counter-Terror Unit, who recaptured the remaining two fugitives from the Gilboa prison break. Shabtai said that the security forces had prepared for the most extreme scenario in Janine with violent resistance to arrest, but this did not deter them from acting. Shabtai praised Israeli citizens also for the cooperation and support that police received, and he also said he intends that for the Yamam to receive the national recognition it deserves. Police have arrested 16 individuals on suspicion of belonging to a criminal ring that dealt in drug and weapons dealing, blackmail, and extortion. The suspected head of the ring is an Ashdod resident. The arrests followed a three-month covert operation by an undercover agent who was previously an influential figure in a crime gang. El Al Management reportedly plans to cut back 35 percent of its workforce to close down the subsidiary Sundor and take further steps in light of the ongoing aviation sector crisis. Members of the board met yesterday with the workers' committees and informed them of planned layoffs of more than 1,500 El Al employees, in addition to an estimated 2,000 who were laid off in the past year. The airline's fleet will also be scaled back by a third or more, as will destination routes. The workers' committees objected to the planned cutbacks. Turning to news abroad briefly, in the Russian city of Perm, a shooting rampage on a university campus left at least eight people dead and 24 others injured. The gunman, a student, was arrested afterwards. The city is located 1,600 kilometers east of Moscow. The Sukkot holiday begins this evening. We'll be back with our news programming tomorrow evening at 8 p.m. The weather outlook, slightly warmer, especially in the hills and inland. Tomorrow, hotter. Wednesday, cooler. Thursday, cooler with a chance of drizzle to light local rain in the morning and in the north. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem and Tel Aviv, 31, Haifa, 28, Beersheba, 35, and in Eilat, going up to 37 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join our news program returns tomorrow at 8 p.m. Israel time. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, Spotify, and the Khan English Facebook page. Chag Sameach.